Welcome to Force for Growth Live. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. Happy Monday. And today we are going to take up the very fun subject of unexpected lessons from Snowmageddon. So let's get started. Let's do it, Courtney. Yes. We want to focus on that life happens for us, not to us. So that's why we are going to be going over our best lessons from this last week and how that makes us better moving forward. Okay. So I got one. Okay. So first of all, I, I don't know what we're going to call this whole thing that happened in Texas. We're going to call it what? Snowmageddon 2021? Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? Here's the thing. For everyone who's tuning in, regardless of when you're tuning in, unexpected things happen in life. Unexpected things happen. That's just a part of life that the unexpected is expected to happen. And you can either choose to learn from it, have a lesson from it, improve your life from these unexpected situations, or you can just be like, oh, that's just another thing and just go ahead and continue on the way you've been living. We're choosing to learn the lessons, to learn the observations that we learned through this time. And here <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. I had to laugh because Jesse commented. She's like, it's technically called Storm Yuri. Thank you, Jesse, for being the reason Storm of logic. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> so the first one, my little boy, my seven and a half year old boy, when we first started, he, he was kind of freaked out a little bit. And his biggest priority was Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. Why is my Wi-Fi coming back? Why is my Wi-Fi down? We're like, bro, we're sitting in the dark and you're worried about Wi-Fi? Come on, man. Come on. And so as we went through the progress, um, he started to appreciate when we got Wi-Fi. He started to appreciate that when we had electricity. He started to appreciate that we had food. Mm -hmm. And it was just a great transformation to see. And then the other one was my dogs. Man, when that snow came down, whew, they walked out there, they looked, and they were like, not sure. They would put their little paw out, and then they would put it back in. And they would put their paw out, they would pull it back in, they would pull their paw out and check it all about and do the hokey yeah. poke in. I don't know. Either way, but they were very hesitant. By the end of it, by day four, they were just like out there running, running around in circles. We we're like, come in, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about adapting. Yeah. We have to learn to adapt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, one of my, my schnauzer, he wouldn't even go out if it's cold. Like he has a magical bladder when it's cold. He's like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. And so it was a hard one. Like, anyway, he loves his sweaters. He likes his t-shirts, things like that. So he, he I've had to bundle them up, but I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I don't have children myself, but would you talk a little bit more about Y'all, y'all had a sweet story that Jesse shared this morning, um, and you don't have to go into that if you don't want to. But basically, about Sebastian getting to witness others in much more dire need, and he had a connection with another kiddo and another family that y'all happened to be helping. And um, I guess I'll tell you what I took away from that story this morning. And, All right, <laughs> let me share. Let me share yeah. the story first. Another lesson that came about from this unexpected experience that we had. Like I said earlier, Sebastian was all concerned about his Wi-Fi. He was worried about his Wi-Fi. That was his priority, which is fine. He's so dependent on it. I can understand that that was his priority. However, yesterday, uh, was it Saturday? Saturday, we started to kind of get feelers out there because we have a nonprofit here in North Texas. 
And we wanted to step up and make a difference because we're seeing the food banks, we're seeing the grocery stores, we're seeing people who literally lost everything. And we're like, okay, if we can just help five, 10 families this weekend. That's a win. That's a win. We don't need to help a hundred families. Let's just help five families. That's five less families that will go hungry today. If we go out there and do something, if we go out there and help. Great. Perfect. So I put out some feelers. The first, we got a response from someone who actually came to baskets last year in 2020 and volunteered. They came out there for three days. They brought their kids, they brought their family. And it was wonderful to see them. And those kids and, and every member hustled the entire time. They were such great help. Such great help. Yes. Yeah. And they had a little girl. And Sebastian was enamored by the little girl, to say the least. He was like, oh, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. I love her. We're like, wait a minute. Hold up. First of all, <laughs> that, well, that's another show. We were like, hold up. First of all, you're not in love, but okay, whatever. So... We They reached out because they needed assistance. So they're on our mailing list. They're on our text list. So they reached out. They're like, hey, can you please help us? So, of course. So we helped them. And they called yesterday. And the mom was calling. And she was just being very appreciative and explaining what was going on. She was telling us that her house flooded and that they lost all their food. Like, there's just a, an amount of, I can't even go into detail, you know, water damage and all that kind of stuff. And Sebastian was sitting there listening, and he was just like, what? What? So after the call, we had a conversation with him, and we told him, we we're like, see, remember the little girl that you thought was pretty from baskets? She's like, yeah, her house flooded. They didn't have food. And you were sitting here worried about Wi-Fi. And so it was really one of these big lessons for him. Where he finally, we saw the dots connect. You know, when you're talking to somebody, not even just a kid, but when you're talking to someone and you see the dots connect, we saw the dots connect for him. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, we're talking about unexpected lessons, but that was an unexpected, beautiful moment with him. Yeah, I could tell, I could tell both, both how you and Jesse described it. It was very special. It that was significant. Would, yeah. My lesson happened that prior Thursday. Um, that prior Thursday was the day of the 135 car pileup that left, mm. I believe, seven dead as far as yes. the total. Um, the Black Ice event in Fort Worth on I-35. And I've worked fatality accidents and you never shake that. And you're just the agent. You can't, you can't take the pain away. You can't make a coverage make something better. Like every other time in my career, you're covered. Don't worry. Let's get a claim file. There's, um, anyway, sorry, just emotion. But there's just no words to describe that emotion. And you feel helpless to help these families. And so it took, Anyway, just that Thursday night, I just I finally started looking a lot of the news footage and just I couldn't stop crying and couldn't stop and just it it um so that's a big one that I just remember when I got the first call and worked the first accident like that. It's like the world is moving like normal for everyone else, but there's this pocket of people that life will never be the same, not for better, you know. And <clears throat> so basically it just really so I had a very I don't know. It humbled me. It shook me up to my core. I wasn't me for a few days. 
just because I emotionally couldn't find my equilibrium. And then the ice, it just kept happening. Right. And so, um, we went into survival mode, you know, we have canned food, we have, we prepped in certain ways for other things just to feel comfortable, you know, our water supply, things like that. But heat, heat was something else. So, so one day I got to sit five hours, five hours to get propane and, you know, but I had to be resourceful. It was on a work day. Mike's a plumber. To say the plumbing company is as big, as busy as it ever has been would be a drastic understatement. Like we, they, and by we, it's my sister, her husband and Mike, they can't keep the voicemails checked. They can't keep the voicemail box from being full. And mind you, it holds a hundred voicemails. So, I mean, just to watching and supporting them, just trying to create an environment so they can come home, rest for a few hours get back out to their next job to save people, you know, it really made me appreciate the skills and the survival there. I don't know. There our houses aren't built. It ta- it takes you back to what is prepared. What is prepared? Because before two weeks ago, we'd say our houses are built great here. We're prepared. We're prepared for anything that can hit Texas. This is going to change how our homes are built. It's going to change how we insulate our plumbing. It's going to change possibly how the foundation is built because in talking to a lot of northerners, you know, they don't have slab foundations. So it it just it all comes into play. And so this is going to change and start a ripple in so many things in so many different ways, but it really begs the question is what is prepared? Mm. You know, we thought we were prepared. I for, forgot the heat element and, you know, what if our water's gone, our water supply, you know, it's just some big questions. And I don't know. So just, I'm taking that wisdom into this and like, okay, well, what more can I prepare? What more can I prepare? And, um, some great things were shared this morning that I just, Ryan, I wrote down when you said, it's kind of cool to see what I was capable of. thought that was a cool comment. And then Jesse said it in a very uplifting way. She's like, it's kind of cool. I get to think outside the box. And so those were just two comments that they're very positive ways to look at the situation. So I wanted to share those because those made an impact with me this morning. But I love that Ryan said it because this whole month we've been talking about excuses, right? We've been talking about excuses. He's like, if this was a class in excuses and this, this was the end of the semester, the lessons from last week were the final exam. Yeah, exactly. It's like God couldn't have given us a better final exam for a month on studying our own excuses, right? So, um, and then Suresh came back and said he made, you know, he was talking about his experience with his family. They made it an experience. It's Mm. snow. It's adventurous. Make it an adventure. Camp in your house. You know, it's not ideal situations, but you can make it an experience, an adventure. What a great reframe. Yeah. Talk about a great reframe instead of, you know, yes, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't great. Yes, there's there were some things that happened that were beyond our control. But to say that it's an experience, an adventure versus a catastrophe. It gives you a different light on things. It gives you a different light. And you talked about being prepared and acknowledging how things are and the first thing that came to mind when you were talking about Mike and the situations and all these other things is gratitude. Like talk about a big lesson in gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially because to be fair, we were having some relationship arguments this week before. And so I'm not going to get into details just out of respect because, but like, it's interesting the timing of things happening when you need to, 
have things clarified or when you need to have uh, just, I don't know, just things revealed to you or you both grow to a different level, you know? And so there's a lot to be said as far as just the respect each of us have for each other because we came together, even though our situation was less than ideal, but you know what? We're a team. We have more resources together. We have more power together with more love together. So let's, you know, figure this out together. And, and that was, it was extremely healing, of course. Um, That's good. To finish out the week and just. So much gratitude for that, right? So much gratitude for the situation. I mean, even if our house would have flooded, I'm glad that it didn't. But even if it would have flooded, it would have been like, man, at least I have a house to flood. Yeah. Like there was people out in the streets. There was people clamoring to get into homeless shelters and things like that. And so even if my house flooded, even if we had busted pipes, it would have been like, man, you know what? It's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Even the um, the prisons, the prisons aren't necessarily equipped with heaters like we would assume. So there's a lot of just any a lot of folks out there that have it a lot worse than us. And so keep your hands open to where you can be a resource for them. I'm not saying hand them money, although if that's an option, you know, look for the most effective ways to hand them money. And but you have resources that just connecting with another person and being in that moment with them and listening to them, really hearing them, you can offer them a resource and that might just be a hug, you know, that yeah. goes a long way too. So, and even if you can help one person, just one person, that's one less person that's struggling right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's one less person. You don't have to go out there and help a hundred. You don't have to go help a thousand. I mean, if you looked at the, the, uh, the food bank in Tarrant County, like they were lined up in droves, in droves. Yeah. Think about the elderly who don't have cars to get out there. Think about the people who whose car froze over and is out of commission. They can't even get to the food bank to stay in line. Mm-hmm. They might not even have the gas to stay in line that long. That's another, yeah, because gas was a panic. And then as well, just a lot of mechanical issues happen when cars aren't used yeah. to this kind of cold. So if you can just help one person with food, and that's what I kept on thinking about this weekend, if we can just help one family with food, that's one less family that will go hungry this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's it. I mean, you don't have to do a whole bunch. We, you know, we're a small nonprofit and we do the best that we can. But if we just help one family, that's one less family that's going to be hungry. That's one less kid that's going to have food on the table. I was really Even if it proud. is cold cereal. Yeah. When you said if we can only help five or ten families this weekend, I do want to highlight how proud I am of you and Jesse because – once upon a time, there wouldn't have been resources or, you know, availability of resources to give at random times throughout the year, because it it says a lot to y'all's preparation and what y'all built and the consistency of the six, seven years you've been working on it. And that when these, this was unexpected and y'all had resources and funds because y'all prepared properly and kept the focus in the right spot to help. And so it just, it would have been a giant help to the world if y'all said, if we can just find one family to help feed, Correct. if we can just find one, but you said it so easy, five to 10. And I love, of course, your standards are high, keep them up, you know, but, but I just want to honor that and honor y'all's effort because um, y'all built that and y'all prepared and that just these times will make us even more prepared where next time you're going to say 20 families in a weekend, you know, but it's just, it's growing. And so 
that just reminder, I can start that same type thing right now. Thank y'all for letting me be a part of it. But as well, you can start your own ripple. So don't think you have to have X amount of money to do anything. Just You have right. two hands. Get out and go help. You go know? help. I mean, that's one of the big things that I saw also on Facebook in the world. Another great unexpected lesson. Another great unexpected observation. Another great unexpected moment of gratitude. So many unexpected, right? Was mm -hmm. just people helping people. People helping people get out of their house. People helping people defrost this. People helping people get power. People helping people get firewood. No one was talking about, is your favorite color blue or red? It didn't right? matter. It was just like, do you need help? Okay, cool. I'm going to go help you. That's true. That's something I didn't, um, I haven't seen a political argument pop up in over a week. We're a lot more prepared than we think we are based off our skills we've built. But at the same time, just how can we prepare a little bit better? We can always improve that. So, Yeah. So one thing, uh, I, let me roll back around a little bit to it. So day one, I was I was pretty cool. Day one of the rolling blackouts, I was like, okay. You were. You you were calm. Uh, day, day one, collected. I was pretty cool. Yeah, I was pretty cool and collective day calm and calm on day one. But towards the end, while there was daylight, I was calm. But then it got dark that first that first day, and then I started to kind of wig out a little bit. I was I got a little uncomfortable to tell you the truth. And then day two, I wigged out. <laughs> I was I, day two was my total wig out day. What is going on? When are we going to get our electricity back? What is this? What is that? What are we going to do? Rolling blackouts? This that this that? Oh my God! What is going to happen? <laughs> And then it took me like, uh, it took me a few hours to really settle back down because I kept on thinking about all these things that had to happen, that I had to do. These big to-dos that had to happen, that I had to do. Self-imposed, may I add. Self-imposed to-dos. Well, I have to go to work. I have to go do this. I have to go do that. We have to record. We have to edit. We have to, all these things. And at the end of the day, when I realized it's okay. I don't have, my job is fine. They know what's going on. We'll catch up on the podcast. We have a plan. It's okay. Mm -hmm. What's important right now is that we're warm, that we have food and that's it. Yeah. It was interesting because like this reality I live in that, um, you know, I'm a salesperson. I have experience in claims, but that's not what I've that's not what I do now that I have a claims person I can hand that over to who specializes. But however, each one of these clients that I got a call from, they're, they're my clients. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm territorial and I'm overprotective. Um, and so it was, I had to have that talk with myself where I was like, if at the end of the week, I'm only there for my clients that have claims and only just take care of them. That's enough. And that was hard because I'm like, I have sales quotas. I have sales quotas. And so, and I I really appreciated when I talked to you and you're like, we're just going to, he totally did hide how he was freaking out, Jesse, because she's like, be honest. Because when I talked to you, you were like, Courtney, calm down. We'll figure it out. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. We'll stack it. Because that point I was like, we're three days behind now. Da -da -da. You know? And so it was like, no, no, let's just set it down for the week. See what we can do. And let's relax. You know, it's yeah. just and that was after my wig out. That's after I was like running around the house, like my head was on fire. Yeah. Well, that I but appreciated then, that because I was, was able to calm it mine. down. Yeah. 
So it it shows and it just I also think that because we took a week off the podcast, we we came back excited. We came back like, oh, I can't wait to, you know, or if we would have forced it, not listen to the feedback of our environment. Yeah. Maybe we would have if we would have added distressful angle anchored to it. And we don't want stress to be attached to our podcast. It's a fun project, no. you know. So. We're super excited to be back. Yeah. Big shout out to Alex Segal and Ford. The one th- the big Ford thing that really caught my eye was the guy who backed up his truck, his new, I think it was a Ford F-150 that had the uh the plug-in, and he was powering houses with his Ford truck. Yeah, that Alex. Whenever I saw your Facebook post about yes, if equipped, that he per- pointed out the exact F one fifty model. Anyway, I'm getting tongue tied, but yeah, basically when it said yes, it can power a house. Yes, it can. I mean, my jaw was on the ground, and so there it goes. It's going to innovate how we build cars now. If one vehicle can power a house, you don't think all the other brands of trucks are right back up behind them on their tail? No joke. Know? Definitely- and then, the, and then this guy was sharing the power to uh to different houses. Yeah. So they were like they were sharing the power. So Jesse says it was a 2021 hybrid. Ford hybrid is the best in Texas. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And if you want to buy a Ford, definitely go see Alex Segal, please. Yeah. Jesse this morning was talking about that she wanted a Ford truck. Now I was like, okay, well, you know. Let's discuss that. Hey, y'all been really content with your vehicles for many years. So we have been, we have been, but talk about Ford really stepping up and talk about being prepared. And this guy who said, you know, let me just go see if I can power up my house with my Ford truck. Yeah. Like the curiosity and resourcefulness that had to take. (laughs) I know. Right. Like the guy's just like, huh, I got a brand new Ford in the garage. I wonder um, if I could plug up the house to it. Yeah. And you can, man. And then, and then, not only did he plug up his house and power up his house, but he went to the neighbors and was like, "Hey guys, y'all need some power." Yeah, yeah, like that. It just I, I love humans. I love humans when they are allowed to show their true spirit, and it, it, was it just beautiful. ripples. Ford yeah. number one in Texas. <laughs> I love it. We totally need to get Ford as a sponsor. The way you're going, man. I, I was just very excited. Jesse says, I think it has its own generator. I think so, yeah. So, but it was built into the truck. It was still very genius, and that Ford was able to power up some dude's house. Yeah. Y'all better get that guy on television. Yeah. That's all I got to say to Ford. Y'all better call that guy up and get him on a commercial. You better give that guy a new truck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he technically has a brand new truck. But anyway, (laughs) anyway. Final thoughts, Courtney. Oh, we got this. We got this. We we need. A lot less than we desperately think we do. And we're a lot more resourceful and powerful and skillful, more skillful than we feel like we are in those moments of panic. So if you can usually just breathe, calm yourself down, get with your family, get with your team, whatever that means, get on the phone with your friend, your mom, you know, and just regroup yourself. You've got this. You've got this. And I think that's just something we all saw and learned in ourselves is, okay, now we know what to do next time. Hopefully it never happens again, but we know what to do next time. Yeah. For me, I think it's about looking for the unexpected lesson in the unexpected situation. And the unexpected magic moments that y'all also shared. Mm. Unexpected gratitude. Yeah. Unexpected magic moments. Unexpected magical moments of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't make a big thing because the unexpected is going to happen. That's the one thing you can expect. 
Yeah. It's the unexpected will happen. Mm-hmm. How you handle it, it's what will define the situation, whether it's an experience or a catastrophe. Yeah. How you how you handle it will define the situation. Yeah. And I love and it anyway on our excuses episode. So I feel like I need to throw in, you know, there's a that millisecond in between when something happens and you react holds all the power. So if you just yes. just practice breathing right there. So just it's a big one. Pausing and breathing. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like and share. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Force for Growth. And keep being a force for growth. A force for good. And a force for greatness. Yes. Thank you, guys. Bye.